My next guest is a self-made entrepreneur, an international best-selling author, and the founder of the Lift As You Climb movement. Please welcome Isabel Banerjee. Welcome to the Powerful Female Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Anna Patricia Bourgeois, Certified Business Coach. I am here to help you up-level, generate consistent wealth, increase your confidence, attract dream clients, and master your mindset so that you can fully own your power and achieve next-level results in your online business and beyond. Every week, a powerful conversation will take place with amazing guests, or I'll share from my experience to help inspire you to start and scale the business of your dreams while being powerfully you. The time has come to stop playing small, stop hiding, and stop waiting. Now is the perfect time for you to passionately pursue your heart's desire as the powerful leader you were born to be. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Powerful Female Leaders Podcast. I am here today with Isabel Banerjee. Hey. Hey. How are you? I'm so excited you're here. I'm thrilled to be in connection with my Canadian roots today. So even though I'm here in Arizona. (laughs) I love it so much. So I know that you are a self-made entrepreneur. You have overcome obstacles with a positive nature and your accomplishment is just, wow, mind-blowing. So tell us more about who you are what you do, and yeah, share your story. (laughs) I would love to do so. I grew up on a farm in western Quebec, uh, and so I really am so excited to be reconnected with my people here. (laughs) I left home at the age of 16. Uh, I said I, I didn't run away from home, but I walked pretty damn fast. Mm. And when I was fleeing from that life, I also discovered I was pregnant Mm. and there was no, no moment ever that I thought, oh no, I have to go back to the farm and, and, and just live with that. I decided I would make it work. And I was very fortunate that I had grown up with entrepreneurial parents and hardworking farmers. And so I had some skill sets, you know, resolve some resilience around, all right, we can get through this tough stuff. (laughs) I was able to convince people to hire me who would never have guessed A, that I was only 16 and B, Mm. that I was pregnant. But I I was able to, you know, get employment, provide for myself. When I left home, I had one suitcase and $75. And um, made the decision uh, that rather than going back and feeling like a victim, that I would figure out not only how to survive, but the word survivor didn't appeal to me much either. I really wanted to thrive. And although it was scary and often I felt like, oh, I can't do this, I kept going. Mm-hmm. And during the course of that growing up, because I had, a, you know, I was essentially a child who was going to have a child and be responsible, <laughs> I learned how amazing it is that if you are open, people will extend a hand to to help you, 
to show mm-hmm. you the way to teach you what to do, to give you opportunities that if you take them and you live up to them, that you can climb in your life and go from, you know, where you don't want to be to where you'd like to go. And that was the foundation of my personal mantra, lift as you climb. Mm, Yes. I know you have a podcast too with that name. I do. I have in the past year created the lift as you climb movement. uh, And part of getting that message out and sharing those philosophies and building a tribe is the lift as you climb podcast. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I'm really admire what you do, Anna. And, uh, (laughs) and so I'm, I'm, I'm looking to you, you're lifting me by your own example. Oh, thank you so much. That's so sweet. (laughs) Well, that's what we do. Women yeah. empower women, right? And yeah. we, we, I believe that we empower best uh, as role models mm-hmm. by not just preaching or telling somebody what to do, but by showing, by showing up ourselves. And uh, that's, a, that's the best inspiration of all. So thank you for inspiring me. Oh, thank you for being here today and inspiring us. This is amazing. Yeah. Awesome. So I want to know, I know you have created, generated over $10 million in global chemical wholesale businesses and grew it like from your dining room table. So tell us more about how that happened. That is a totally true story. Uh, (laughs) In that journey of growing up into myself, becoming the CEO of me, I had mm-hmm. multiple jobs in multiple industries, and each one of them provided me with the opportunity to acquire and strengthen business skills, even though at the time I had no vision for being an entrepreneur. It wasn't you know, in my purview at all that I would start a business. But then one day, one of my employers went bankrupt. And I was the primary, I had uh, married by that time, had a second child, but I was still the primary breadwinner in the family and suddenly faced with, oh my gosh, no paycheck. Uh, What will I do? So I made this wise decision that I was going to become overnight the leading Mary Kay consultant (laughs) in Ontario, Canada, and that I would sell so much lipstick that my family would have a secure and comfortable life. Obviously, I don't need to tell you that that wasn't quite as easy as my big vision was. But while I was working on Mm -hmm. learning, and I must compliment the Mary Kay organization for the tremendous um, training and support, and I learned Mm -hmm. a lot of, uh, again, more skills I acquired in that training and time that were beneficial to me later in my own business. So during that period of time, some of the suppliers and customers that had been served by my now defunct employer reached out to me and said, hey, we know you you were good at doing that. Could you help us out? Could you do that? Could you do this? Uh, can you show us how? And in, that conver- in those conversations, one of my clients said, you know, Isabel, really, mm. you should start your own company. 
And I kind of laughed at them thinking, oh, my God, that's craziness, you know, like, who am I? (laughs) Who am I to do that? But uh, the requests kept coming and the offers got to the point where I couldn't really turn them down because major, major corporations were offering to support me with credit and technical support. And so I formed an incorporated in Canada and began on my dining room table before I had a computer, before I had a cell phone. I had a old-fashioned calculator with the roll of paper stretching all across the floor that my young daughter would play with and uh, grew that from zero to, in Canada, $14 million a year in sales. And for 20 years, I continued to grow up every day into being more of the CEO that I needed to be uh, as my company was growing faster than I was. Mm, wow, your story is so amazing. I have chills and it's just incredible what you've been able to accomplish. Um, what would you say to someone listening right now? Maybe they're just starting, maybe they've been in business for a year or two. Um, and what would you say to them if they have those fears or they're not sure like if they're going to make it or how long it's going to take or all those little doubts that come up in our heads about why we couldn't do it or shouldn't do it? Like, what would you say to those people? Oh, my gosh, I would love uh, to share so much. And in fact, I wrote a book about it. So there, mm-hmm. that some of that story is available. If maybe you would share the title in the show notes afterwards. But the very first thing that comes to my mind is you, um, everything that you've been doing all your life has been leading up to who you are now. And you have much more experience and strengths and qualities and resources than you realize. So stepping back for a moment and taking stock of what I call uh, the lifetime value of our personal currency is really, really important. You know, it gives you an opportunity, first of all, to you know, sort of pump up your own confidence because it's tough as an entrepreneur as you know there's a it's a roller uh, roller coaster every day and making sure that you protect and build your confidence muscle is the most important thing that you're going to need and one of the ways that I do that is to take stock regularly of, okay, what do I know? You know, what experiences have I had? What skills have I developed over time? What are my strengths? What are the, who are the people that I know that I can reach out to? That's where lift as you climb also becomes a very strategic philosophy for me as well. Because when, when you're feeling like maybe you don't know what you need to do, it's really important to look around you and say, okay, who, who is my role model or who would help me with that? Mm. And, Mm -hmm. you know, there's a, a quote, I think it was Jim Rohn, but it may be somebody else that said, you know, that essentially we become the product, we're the byproduct of the five people that we spend the most time with. And so, 
in that journey of entrepreneurship, it's important to, to be regularly taking stock of who who's your five people, who's your mm-hmm. posse, who's your personal <laughs> board of advisors, and, um, you know, honoring them, valuing them, but always making sure that you are um, – having the right people for what you need at the time for your personal and professional growth. Yes. Oh my gosh. So important. (laughs) Yeah. Right. And, and I think, you know, as women, sometimes we're reluctant to ask for help Mm -hmm. uh, because, you know, there's been some societal programming that we've, you know, uh, accepted that, uh, asking for help is a sign of stupidity or weakness or, uh, you know, that you really, who the heck do you think you are wanting to do that? And so recognizing that that is so limiting, mm-hmm. not only for ourselves, but for the value that we can bring to others to say, okay, no, that's not true. I, I, I should ask for help. There are people that have done that before me, um, In particular, I like to say that one of the best things that I can do for my clients, my friends, is to share the things that I have learned not Mm -hmm. to do. (laughs) Um, So if I can, if I can save somebody time, heartbreak or money by saying, oh (laughs) my God, I did this wrong, (laughs) then I, you know, that's my, where I think I bring value Mm. to. Yes, absolutely. Oh my gosh, this is so good. Um, So I'm curious to know, like, what is your greatest accomplishment in your business? Because you're an international best-selling author, like you are a well-respected coach, advisor, mentor, like, what is it in all those years of experience that really made you say, wow, I did this, like, this is incredible. Oh, that's, that's an easy one. And there are many to pick from. And I'm so excited about the experience that I've had in my life. But <laughs> the one that came to my mind first, Anna, was that, so the company that I started is in the industrial chemical industry and, you know, requires some fairly complex knowledge around the movement of mm-hmm. hazardous goods and trade regulations and supply chain, multimodal logistics. The, the the irony of the situation was that I was a grade 11 high school graduate who barely passed, passed chemistry <laughs> because I yeah. had a lab partner that was so gorgeous. I was paying much more attention to his biology than my chemistry lessons. So, <laughs> so here I am. I'm this, you know, high school grad who doesn't have a chemical, uh, you know, an advanced chemical education, and I don't have a business degree. But what I did do have was the ability to listen and see what other people needed uh, more than just the price per pound of something, and to figure out why that, why I, how I could help them to achieve their personal goals that contributed to their professional success. And that worked with my clients and my suppliers, and also with this amazing team of people that I built my company with. 
uh, who were for the most part, I mean, we had some PhDs on retainer and we had staff that certainly had formal degrees in different subjects, but mostly they were people who came together who just had a heart and passion and enthusiasm and believed in my vision for what we could do, believed in supporting each other like a family, doing the very, very best that we could and having fun. Mm. And so that for me is my, what I, if I, you know, sitting, looking backwards in the rearview mirror, what would I say was my greatest accomplishment with the company, which was called Fancor, P-H-A-N-C-O-R-P. It was bringing together a really unique group of people that became Mm. a team that we had diverse strengths and personalities and all of that came together to be the perfect catalyst for growth and success. Wow. This sounds like, wow, so amazing. And I'm just so, so happy for you that all of it came together so perfectly. (laughs) Yeah, well, it did. Ultimately, that isn't to say that there weren't a lot of struggles. There weren't a lot of fearful and tearful nights when Mm -hmm. I worried about, was I going to be able to make payroll? Or how was I going to have that difficult conversation with somebody? I mean, the, the reality is that you don't get to any level of success without having to do the hard shit too, right? Mm, yes. Yeah. But, wow. Which takes me back to why it's all the more important to make sure you have a really solid posse or personal advisory board. Because when you hit those hard days, you need to have um, those human trampolines to bounce you back up again, right? <laughs> I love that. I love that advice. <laughs> So I ask this to everyone who comes on the podcast, and I'm curious to know your answer. What does being a powerful leader mean to you? Being a powerful leader means for me accepting the responsibility of getting up, dressing up, showing up, even when it's tough going, Mm. uh, to just always be that truth about, okay, yes, this is hard, but we're going to keep moving forward. Keeping your word, I believe, as an entrepreneur or a leader of any kind, the most valuable asset we have is our reputation. Always following through on your promises. Uh, To me, that's a, a, a hallmark of a powerful leader. Wow. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That answer is so good. Like I listened to many answers and that one was the best one. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Merci beaucoup. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. So do you have any last piece of wisdom you'd like to share with our audience today? You are already more than you are aware And it's important, I believe, for all of us to regularly pause and reflect, as I say, take stock 
stock of where you started and how far you've already gone. And that every time you take on something new in your life, you've never been that person or that title, role, responsibility before. But each and every time you figure it out if you keep moving forward. Yes, yes, yes. Amen. Yes. <laughs> Love it. So where can people go to connect with you further in the online space? I would love to have them come and check out on Facebook the Lift As You Climb movement uh, group. Uh, that's where you'll find all of the ways to access me and to uh, to join like-minded people who are are looking at how do they live their legacy now while they are alive to enjoy it and influence it and how they can then empower others to create their legacy. Mm. So I'm also on LinkedIn as Isabel Alexander Banerjee. And I just would love to have people come out and, you know, contribute Mm -hmm. to how we can build each other's success ladders. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I love it. Thank you so much for your time, for being here, for sharing so many golden nuggets. I know the audience will love it. Thank you, Anna. It is a pleasure and congratulations on the impact that you're having with this podcast. It's just marvelous. And I I hope that uh, lots of women are turning in, tuning in and listening and absorbing this. Thank you so much. It means the world. <laughs> okay. All right. Oh, au revoir. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Powerful Female Leaders Podcast. If you love this episode, make sure to spread the message, leave a review and subscribe. I would forever be grateful for you. I also want to hear from you and I want to know your feedback and your questions for future episodes. So don't be shy, say hi and send me a message at Powerful Female Leaders Podcast on Instagram. Until then, I'll see you on the next episode.